What's up, Rams fans? Welcome into Rams Showcase. I am your host, Sheriff Joe Bags. On this episode of Rams Showcase, the Rams take over first place in the NFC West. Plus, Aaron Donald makes history again. And later, it's Niners week. We preview Rams at Niners on Monday Night Football. Before we hop into the action, make sure you follow the Rams Showcase on all your favorite social media outlets. That would be at Rams Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Rams Showcase. You can also follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags just about everywhere. Ram Showcase also does have merch. Ram Showcase t-shirts are available. The, the information on how to order will be in the description below. We'll also talk about it here in a little bit. All right, let's go ahead and dive on in. A uh, quick look back on week three as the Rams defeated the Arizona Cardinals 20 to 12. That Raheem Morris defense still playing extremely soft. And I will say this. After a rewatch of the game, I think it's possible that I'm being too harsh on uh, Raheem Morris. But you know what? I still stand by most of my comments. I just think that maybe I'm going a little bit just a touch over the top and simply because the Rams are still winning football games. And that's a big part of it. And we're watching right now a big like bend but don't break defense. And the comment that I get a lot to myself is, uh, why do why do I hate the bend but don't break defense if the Rams are not giving up a touchdown? Well, part of my problem with this is uh, getting off of the field. The Rams gave up 85 plays. The defense was on the field for 85 plays. And sure, 85 plays and no touchdowns, that's awesome. But also, 85 plays with a banged up secondary I just don't think uh, that the Rams went into it with the right game plan to get off of the field. So four or five on on fourth down. And of course, situations, they're situational. So, I mean, it's a different position that you're in every single time that you touch the field, especially for a third down or a fourth down, anything like that. But it just didn't feel like um, like when what point do you not break? Is it only in the red zone? How about we stop breaking on third down? Can that just be a thing? Can we just can we just when it's third and two, can we not play 10 yards off the ball off of the receivers? Is that an option? Are we still bending? Like, are we just going to be like, all right, well, it's OK. Just go ahead and pick up a bunch of first downs, uh, but we'll we'll stand up when it gets into the red zone. I, that that frustrates me. All right. So uh, 85 plays, like I said. Not giving up a touchdown. That is awesome. That's solid. Um, but again, I still stand by my comments. I think that this defense is too soft. And it is a personal preference. And the thing is, uh, my comments that I will say about Raheem Morris in this defense is some people like the Raheem Morris defense, and that's awesome. And the Rams won a Super Bowl with it and are now two and one leading the division with it this year. So in a way, it is working. It's just not my preference. I think that this team could be better with the roster that we have, with the players that we have. I think that this team would be better if we were more aggressive on defense. It is a preference. I want to man up and, and have Jalen Ramsey playing at the line of scrimmage against receivers every single play. Um, and I realize that a beat up secondary is going to hinder that. But that's what I want to see, because I think that we have the players to do that. I think that we should blitz more. I think we have the players to do that. Um, and and again, it's 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 working in a sense. We're, we're having the, 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 the wins to, to translate from it. But at the same time, 85 plays, uh, the, the money from the Rams is made on the offensive side of the football. So we need to get off of the field on defense. We want to see as few plays on defense, uh, for the Rams as, as possible And 85, that's just not going to get it done. And of course you got to credit the other team. The other team out there is trying to do something to you. And it was, 
I mean, 85 plays worth, it, it was working. But I will also say, an uh, eight-point game, it didn't feel like an eight-point game. It felt like the Rams were the much better team. And it feel, felt to me like the defense just kept, let them just kind of be around for the duration of the game. An eight-point game, that is one mistake away from having a tie game. That is one bad uh, bad fumble or ill-timed interception from, or even just a blown coverage from a potential tie game. So, yeah, I think that the Rams are much better than the Arizona Cardinals. I expected a more lopsided game, uh, and it felt like to me that uh, the Rams were just too conservative in this game. I will say that, though, um, Raheem Morris, while he's winning games, and I want him to do well, and that's, I think, where, where people get tripped up with my um, with my comments as well, is they I think people think I want Raheem Morris to, to play poorly, and that's just, it's it's not the case. Um, and but and I'll say this on the defense as well. Um, Taylor Rapp looked awesome in this game. I think Taylor Rapp had a great game against the Arizona Cardinals. I think he did awesome, especially in a beat up secondary. We we were down how many guys in the secondary? Jordan Fuller's not playing. Troy Hill's not playing. Jacoby Durant's not playing. Uh, David Long Jr.'s not playing. And and I think that Taylor Rapp played really well. On some other notes on this game, uh, if you would have told me before that game started that Cooper Cup had zero career rushing touchdowns. I would have called you a liar. I probably would have argued with you about it, actually. Like, uh, if you would have been like, Cooper Cup doesn't even have a rushing touch, I would be like, okay, you call yourself a Rams. Like, that's probably <laughs> what that conversation would have been. I don't, I mean, I don't really talk like that. I don't gatekeep uh, Rams fandom. I don't care. Like, I, I say this a lot. I don't care if you know Matthew Stafford's third daughter's middle name or if you only know that our quarterback is number nine. All fans are welcome here. All right. All fans are welcome here. Uh, but it just also, it just, uh, I, I didn't feel like Cooper Cup had never scored a rushing touchdown. That surprised me quite a bit, actually. So I almost still don't believe it. I know it's real now. <laughs> and I still am like, you know what, though? Maybe, maybe we're missing something. Maybe the entire world is missing something because it feels like Cooper Cup has scored a rushing touchdown uh, in his past. Um, also, a uh, weird comment here is uh, it feels like we know if Jalen Ramsey is going to have a good game based on his mood and his press conferences. And maybe I'm alone there uh, and that's fine. Uh, but it feels to me like if he's in a great mood in like his Friday press conference, he's probably going to be on fire. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, offensive line looked great this game. Uh, they they seemed a lot more stout. And I, I'm i going to go ahead and point to it again. I think that this uh, offensive line is better with Coleman Shelton at center than uh, Brian Allen. I don't hate Brian Allen. I just think Coleman Shelton's a better uh, center. Uh, Tutu Atwell, he did get some action, uh, no receptions. Uh, it's It almost felt, um, I don't know, it just it didn't feel like he was on any kind of the same page as uh, Matthew Stafford. So balls were kind of sailing over his head, and he's supposed to be the speedster. Um, so if that's the case, then there's obviously just some kind of just not, they're just not there together yet. And and it, it, it could happen. And And it's good to see him getting out there and uh, getting some deep targets, at least. Um, that's that's definitely a start. And then, um, again, I say, uh, why does it feel like it was more lopsided than just an eight-point win? And I'll say this, uh, a win is a win is a win, uh, but it just feels like we were so much better than them uh, that uh, we should have been able to just absolutely wreck their souls. And it was an eight-point game, one-possession game, so it just didn't feel right. Let's dive into some game badges as the Rams did pull off a win going to two and one first place in the NFC West. And uh, that's always a good feeling. All the other NFC West teams did lose this week, which is great. But let's head to the offensive side. Wide receiver Ben Skoranek, Benny Sko. And you know what? The longer his hair gets, the better he gets. And I'm full on board with this conspiracy theory that all of 
Benny Sko's talent is in his hair. And you know what? If he can get that thing going to, down to like his knees or something like that, I mean, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> that's uh, that's the path that he is on. But four receptions for 66 yards, four targets. And um, that means, I mean, 100% of the time that uh, Stafford went to him, it was a catch. He was also, um, you know what? He's also getting a new second job. He is now a server at IHOP because he is serving up some pancakes to J.J. Watt, which was unbelievable. He blasted J.J. Watt crushed his skull and wrecked his soul. It was awesome. Uh, but then not only did he just absolutely smash JJ Watt's soul into the ground, but then he also caught the ball. What a play, dude. What a play. That was amazing. Play of the year so far. So far. I mean, we're going into week four, so there's a lot of room for extra plays, but so far, that's the play of the year for me. Let's move on to the defensive side of the football, and I don't think there's any argument here. It's cornerback Jalen Ramsey, who was absolutely on fire. He was just on in week three. It's great to see. And it just felt like right from the jump, it was going to be one of those Jalen Ramsey days. It just felt good. Uh, like right away, the defense touches the field, and it's like Jalen's going to have a day. And uh, also, he looked so dope. Bone jersey, royal pants, soul socks. dude. Jalen looks so sick and I have not where it's it's the 28th right now. I have not gotten word if there's going to be a, um, a fine for the socks. I kind of expect it <laughs> to be honest, but we'll kind of I think we hear about fines. What is that on Saturdays or maybe it's Fridays now uh, that we hear about the fines for the previous week? Maybe it's when I don't actually know. You know what? Don't listen to me when I say that when, when the fines are. Coming. I don't I clearly have no idea. I just named three different days. That's you know, just all of them. Any of them. It could be that but uh yeah he looked super super cool and was just absolutely on fire for that game that tackle for loss that was super sick man he just absolutely blows up a wide receiver which is not the first time that we've seen him do that and of course everybody was off of the Jalen uh the Jalen train uh after week one uh and I was kind of sitting here like oh it's one game like you know and the way that the scheme went it's like that just kind of didn't feel like it was his day um whatever but he's been playing awesome since so Jalen Ramsey and Benny Sko are your game badge badge recipients, badge uh, recipients for week three. Good. Move on to some news here as defensive line men, Aaron Donald. He does log sack number 100. It's been an unbelievable career that we've watched with Aaron Donald and it continues and it's unbelievable to watch. It's so much fun. Fastest defensive tackle to 100 sacks ever. Um, and, you know, just a, just another reminder that we are watching a Hall of Fame career unfold, a first ballot Hall of Fame career unfold. And for most of us, we've watched all 100 of these sacks, uh, at least in real time, uh, or maybe if you had to work or something, you watched it a little bit later, but we've seen them all and they've all been incredible. And it also brings me a little bit of warmth to my cold, dead heart that um, that it wasn't just Kyler Murray falling down and then Aaron Donald just like kind of touching him for number 100. He actually did get there, shoestring tackle on him. Uh, that was pretty good to see as well. So again, though, we are just we're watching something that we're going to remember for the rest of our lives. We are going to talk about that we watched Aaron Donald for the rest of our lives. In 20, 30 years from now, we're going to be like, yeah, but I remember watching Aaron Donald. You don't know anything about Aaron Donald. Like when when there's inevitably an incredible defender 20, 30 years from now and all these all these kids are <laughs> talking about how he's the greatest ever. It's like, nah, dude, you we watched Aaron Donald. That guy was unstoppable. You'd block him with three guys 
and you still, you'd be lucky to stop them. You know, like we're going to be those people and it's going to be awesome because, uh, with Aaron Donald, I mean, you cannot tell the story of the 2010s, uh, without Aaron Donald, you cannot tell the story of the Rams and this whole era without Aaron Donald. You cannot tell the story of the Rams in general without Aaron Donald anymore, because now he's already in the conversation for best Rams defender of all time. If not already there, of course, there is a discussion. We've had some incredible players, but uh, you cannot tell uh, the story of the NFL without Aaron Donald anymore because he's already racked up that kind of those kind of accolades as well uh, that you can just not tell the entire story of the NFL without talking about Aaron Donald. And for that reason, he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. And for that reason, it's something that we are going to talk about for the rest of our lives. And we're watching it unfold still. And uh, we still have it, which is great. It's, you know, that that line from the office of like, I wish there was a way to know that you were in the good old days before you left them. We are in them right now with Aaron Donald and this entire Rams team. We are in such a good era right now that I'm kind of just wanting everybody to just just hold on a little bit to it. And it's because this is incredible stuff. And we know we Rams fans know that uh, it can be a long time between being good at football. We went from the greatest show on turf to being like straight dark era for a long time. And now we're finally back and having a good time with it. So, but that took a long time. (laughs) There was a pretty big gap in there. The dark era, you know, during my high school years, there was a three year span where the Rams won six games, three years, six games in high school. You know what trash was talked to me? I hated it. <laughs> it was the worst time ever, but we're having a great time now. We are in the good old days. So just let's just embrace it. Let's have a fun time with this. Um, and yeah, we're watching a Hall of Fame career. We're watching a couple Hall of Fame careers, probably. We're going to be talking about, yeah, I remember watching Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald and Bobby Wagner and Jalen Ramsey and Matthew Stafford when he came over to the Rams. We're going to be talking about this stuff. It's going to be awesome. So just embrace it a little bit. It will not last forever. That's all. That's ultimately it. It's not going to last forever. This team will be bad eventually sometime. <laughs> so let's just soak it in and enjoy it while we have it. Cause it's here today. Wanted to just touch on some injuries really quick. Um, they the Rams are kind of getting bit with the injury bug, but what I will say is it does. There's, there's not a whole lot that are season enders, which is good news. So we're getting a little bit banged up right now, but uh, we are on track to uh, start to become healthy about midseason, so that's a good sign. Wide receiver Van Jefferson, he is expected to play in Week Eight, and uh, Sean McVay. That's that's per McVay. Uh, that, that not only will will Van Jefferson be back uh, off of the short term IR, but that he is expected to play in Week Eight, which is the Rams' second game against the 49ers. So he'll miss this one, uh, but should be back when we host the 49ers uh, in LA. Secondary also just still battling uh, cornerback uh, Jacoby Durant. He's expected back within the next few games. Uh, if he's not in this week, uh, then he should play next week. So we got the Niners and then the Cowboys. It's on like a like an America hatred week. This well. like we get like all the, the teams that the Rams hate. We get them back to back right now. The Niners and the Cowboys. And so this is going to be some good stuff. But uh, Durant should be back for one of these games. Jordan Fuller should be back for one of these games as well. Darian Kendrick, uh, he could be back week four. Um, and it looks like he's trending to be back on in week four, but, and it does kind of help there is that there's a Monday night football game this week. Um, but it's something to kind of keep an eye on this secondary did just get beat up and, um, we're going to kind of slowly get some guys back. Um, but I will say that, uh, Grant Haley played great. I would say that, uh, Darian, Darian Kendrick played awesome as well. He had a couple of moments where you're like, ah, but he's a rookie. It was his first time active. So you got to consider that as well. Um, 
And I did expect to see a little bit more Robert Rochelle, but you know what? That's okay. Uh, Cause Darian Kendrick, it was, um, he, he, like I said, he played well. It's interesting to see a number six on the field. That's not Hecker, but we'll get used to it. I say we, it's it, me. It's I'll get used to it. I'm still not. So we will get there. <laughs> All right, and uh, before we take a quick break here, just wanted to mention uh, that the Ram Showcase does have merch, and it's so sick. I'll put some photos up over here for you uh, to check out these t-shirts. It does help the show out a ton uh, for you to purchase these, and they look incredible. So to order, just uh, email directly aj.rsgear at gmail.com. You can uh, interact directly with AJ, and then he'll get you all set up. They are 25 bucks a piece, and like I said, it does help out the show a ton. Uh, so it is greatly appreciated. And again, they just look super cool. This is kind of one of them. It's not the same. Well, um, it's not the same uh, color slash whatever, but um, you get the idea. Look how cool I look. Eh? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, description also uh, will have that information as well. Uh, how you can uh, contact AJ uh, for that uh, AJ.RSgear at gmail.com. All right, it is Niners week, and it's primetime Monday Night Football. It's going to be an awesome one. We got your full game preview. That's coming up next, so keep it locked in at Ram Showcase. Welcome back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Into Rams Showcase. I am your host, Sheriff Joe Bags. The Los Angeles Rams travel to Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers on Monday Night Football for Week Four. This game is on ESPN, 5:15 p.m. kickoff. Uh, the 49ers sitting at one and two, and uh, the Rams sitting at two and one alone in first place in the NFC West for the Los Angeles Rams. So the story of this game, of course, is the fact that in the last seven matchups. The Rams have only won one, but it was the biggest one. So six straight uh, regular season wins for the San Francisco 49ers, which is, hey, I mean, that's awesome for them. Congratulations. But the Rams won in the NFC Championship game, which is kind of like, in my opinion, negates all of that. Like it's if you want to win in the regular season against us all the time. Cool. As long as we're winning in the postseason, because you can lose in the regular season and then keep playing football. But if you lose in the playoffs, you go home and then you watch like a, like we do <laughs> just on TV or if you can go to games or something like that. But that is the ultimate story of this game is uh, with the Rams winning that NFC championship game. Now are the Rams kind of turning a little bit of a corner here? Are they going to start, you know, just beating the crap out of the 49ers now? Or is this regular season? Uh, I don't want to say anomaly, but is this regular season streak going to continue? So 
we are still in the preseason part of the season where we're going to start to see teams kind of wiggle into who they are and, and kind of fall into those slots of, of their identities. Uh, so we'll start to see that. Um, but right now, I, I mean, going into week four and the way that both of these teams have looked, neither of these teams have their identities yet. The 49ers coming off of last week, that terribly ugly game against the, the Denver Broncos. And then the Rams who just have not felt like they have gotten their rhythm yet. And, and it just feels like the, after every Rams game so far this year, it's felt like there's, there's more to this team. Like it, it feels like this team is not playing to their full potential yet. And hopefully that happens soon <laughs> because I mean, these games count now uh, it's a big deal. So uh, we got to see that uh, kind of settle in uh, and, and start to just kind of get it going here. But like I said, this team uh, it doesn't feel like they're, it, they're as explosive as they have been. It just doesn't feel like this team is who they are. This Rams team and those 49ers. I mean, they just, they kind of have had a messy time. I, we've been on botch watch this entire time uh, with their quarterback situation. And I don't, it, it does help them the worst that Jimmy G plays because then they can say, well, we made the right decision with playing Trey Lance. He only got to play two games or whatever. Like, you know, um, but if, but if Jimmy plays really well, then they're like, eh. <laughs> you know, like, well, we thought, I don't know. <laughs> Um, but, and then of course with Jimmy not, or, uh, Trey not playing the whole, the whole season, of course, I mean, that's a big part of it, but, uh, Rams alone in first place, uh, that would change with a loss on Monday night football. The 49ers would take that over if they were to win. Uh, and the Rams have beaten the Cardinals and the Falcons who both are not very good teams. So that's also, I mean, NFL teams are NFL teams and all of these teams are good. But as far as in looking at the NFL, I mean, having just those two wins and then having a blowout loss to the bills, I mean, you got to be able to, to stack some, some more dubs and Rams have a tough schedule. Um, uh, it seems, you know, we, we talked about the AFC West and that whole thing. And, and it seems like that's not as scary as we maybe <laughs> thought like the Raiders are terrible. The Broncos look awful. Um, so, and the chargers are just super beat up. Um, and then they're still just the chargers. I don't know what it is about them. They just can't put it together. I don't know. But, uh, so the schedule, I mean, it, it, it looks easier than we maybe first thought entering the season. That's why I hate the strength of schedule stuff. Uh, we got to see these teams out here first, but it also just feels like the Rams themselves are not what we maybe expected them to be. Just there's something missing there. And we just, I know for myself, I want just a little bit more out of them. You know, uh, maybe, maybe our expectations are getting too high, but it just feels like there's more there. Uh, so hopefully that kind of settles in. And the 49ers, like I said, they looked really rough against the Broncos in prime time in week three, terrible game. Uh, just wasn't super, uh, riveting, anything like that. Uh, Jimmy G was not ready. Um, uh, but that's expected. He had no playbook. He had no, like all the like leading up. He had no playbook. He had no practice. Uh, he wasn't in any team meetings. This was the first week. This last week was the first week that he actually had first team reps throughout practice. Cause that was all going to Trey. So that's to, to be expected. And I do anticipate that he kind of settles in a little bit more to what we're used to seeing with Jimmy G, which is a aggressively average quarterback. Um, he's, he's not bad, but he's also not good, you know? Um, but in Denver, he was bad. So uh, he'll probably kind of settle in a little bit there, um, but I don't know how fast that will happen. Will it happen Monday night football? I mean, that's kind of yet to be seen, but, and even at payo time, he put, he put out a video talking about some kind of like uh, some deja vu with this game where the Rams, maybe not necessarily uh, 
fitting into to everything that they wanted to do. And the 49ers starting really like kind of rough and then come in Monday night football. And that's really what locked in the 49ers on, on really their identity for the rest of the year uh, based on that Rams game. And I don't know if I fully am, am on board with the whole deja vu. Like I, I get it. I definitely watching the video. I was like, Oh, that makes sense. But I, I think that this is just such a different scenario uh, with the way that the quarterback position is going on in, uh, in San Fran uh, and just the way that this this Rams team is looking right now, it just feels like there's more uh, more coming from this Rams team. Um, and uh, they also got pretty beat up in week three. I haven't seen updates on Debo, so I, my apologies on that. I try. I don't super follow the Niners, uh, but they did lose. Um, they did lose their left tackle. He's not going to play in this one. I don't think that they were saying that Debo should be ready to play in this game. Um trying to think of who else they lost. They did lose a running back as well. I don't know if they'll be back. Uh, so there are some concerns as far as injuries go on the 49ers side. And last week that did hurt them pretty significantly against the Denver Broncos who have a really good defense and a really strong pass rush as well. So I would say that, um, uh, that, that, that kind of coupled in with having to keep Kittle in to help block, uh, to help protect Jimmy that just made their offense really lethargic. And so that's going to be the key for the Rams as well is to just get that pressure going on Jimmy and um, just force them to keep Kittle in to, to block because he's obviously a, a very talented uh, receiver. So uh, if he's blocking though, then uh, that, that helps out you quite a bit, but also with Bobby Wagner, who's pl- got plenty of experience against this team as well. I think that benefits the Rams quite a bit here. So uh, we'll see what the difference uh, that this is really because like against the Arizona Cardinals, it obviously Wagner's played against them a lot, too. But um, this team specifically, the 49ers in that roster, uh, we know that the the history between the Seahawks and the Niners and Bobby Wagner's been there for a lot of that. So uh, so we should see that kind of come into play. And also are the 49ers did like did their offense? Was it really Mike McDaniels? Because the the Dolphins look awesome right now and their offense is firing they've got two guys in the top five in receiving yards and the 49ers cannot move the ball so mike mcdaniels might be a bigger loss than uh, we may we may have anticipated there some players uh on the 49ers who were formerly rams just one as uh outside linebacker samson abukam who used to be uh with the rams he scored two touchdowns against the chiefs monday night football that was pretty fun stuff um back in the day <laughs> Back in the day. That was not that long ago, but uh, it was a great game. I know that um, Shakira ruined our Mexico trip. Uh, and so we had to go to back to L.A. And it was just like an unbelievable football game, like exhausting football game to watch. I remember being tired like for like a week after that. I was like, oh, gosh, I was exhausted. I was just high. Yeah, that was so many high fives. <laughs> All right. Uh, take a look at the history of this matchup. No coaches, by the way. No former coaches on the uh, from the Rams to on the Niners. History of this matchup. This will be the 147th all-time meeting between these two. The 49ers do lead 75, 68, and three. Uh, They're a one one and one versus each other in the postseason. Both of those coming in NFC Championship games with the Rams, of course, winning just last year's NFC Championship game to go to the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium in which they ended up winning. Uh, The last six before that, though, were won by the 49ers. The Rams are two and three all time at Levi's Stadium and four and eight against the Niners since returning back to Los Angeles Rams at the 49ers. So Niners hosting the Rams. The Niners do lead that all time series 37, 34 and two. So that is very close. Now, the Rams could, in theory, tie that uh, by next year. Uh, So 
Hopefully we just stack some dubs on these 49ers because I remember not that long ago. Um, I mean, obviously it's only a, a seven game difference right now, um, but uh, not that long ago we were talking about tying up the all time series and now we are seven back. So uh, we were right there, right at the cusp and then lost six straight. Um, then I, of course, won the NFC championship game, but got to get that back because to lead all time over the 49ers is just something that I, I feel like we all want. We all need. We all need it in our hearts. We just need to know that we've won more times against the 49ers than we've lost. And right now, it's going to take a couple of years to be able to do that. All right. Let's peek at the matchup here. The Rams offense versus the 49ers defense. The Rams offense just 24th in the NFL going against the number two ranked 49ers defense. Their defense has been pretty stout, but also not playing against super potent offenses. So that is something to watch for passing uh, the football 17th for the Rams first for the 49ers running the ball uh, going against the fourth ranked defense is uh, the fourth ranked run defense is the 30th run offense for the Los Angeles Rams. And uh, that is up from 31 last week. So uh, we're trending in the right direction and points being scored. Uh, 49ers giving up just 12.3 while the Rams are putting up 20.3 themselves. That is about middle of the road uh, while the the Niners ranking top five in just about everything. So that is going to be such a matchup to watch. Uh, this 49ers defense, they have been stout, no doubt about it. Uh, the Rams lack of a run game. It is a cause for concern in this matchup because if they are able, the number one ranked pass defense is able to just kind of hone in on that uh, with the Rams not being able to move the ball. Uh, that is going to make for a long day. So then that puts a lot of pressure onto the defense uh, to keep, at least giving you chances back. And uh, so hopefully we can get the ball back in a timely manner and don't give up another 85 plays because again, um, like I had mentioned earlier, I like, it's awesome that we didn't give up any touchdowns, but how about we try to get off of the field? (laughs) This Rams offense is powerful and it can be uh, if it's actually on the field and not on the sidelines. So that's my concern with, uh, with the defense here. Uh, We'll talk about that in a minute though, but (laughs) Uh, the Rams got to be able to get the run game going, though. Kind of hold the ball yourself as long as you can, uh, obviously, and and just try to keep on keep those chains moving and try to ruin these averages for the 49ers. I think that's that like that kind of that will be like um like a side effect of of being able to to get the ground game running and then uh, and then also be able to just work the play action off of that is it'll, it'll also ruin their averages, which is good. <laughs> Um, but curious to see what the game plan is here and uh, see where the Rams choose to attack. So obviously um, we got that extra day with this game being on Monday night football, uh, but it is a road game, second road division game in a row. Uh, so that's tough, but uh, I, I like Sean McVay's ability to, to game plan this game. Uh, I think it should go. Okay. D'Amico Ryan's though is the defensive coordinator. He did do a good job last year. Uh, so we just got to keep, uh, keep those game plans going. And this team, we beat them in the NFC championship game. So there was obviously uh, that was a lot of individual effort stuff. Um, So we're going to need to see that. We're going to need to see our stars be stars. We need Stafford to cup to work. We need Higby to hit some. We need Benny Sko to keep Benny Skoing. We need Allen Robinson to still get more uh, featured into this offense. And then we need our ground game to work. We need Cam Akers to be who he was advertised uh, to be. Uh, We need Daryl Henderson to, to be that guy, whoever it happens to be. We just need somebody to step up in that run game. Uh, but Ben Skoranek, he seems so far to be the ben- biggest beneficiary of the presence of Allen Robinson, not necessarily Cooper Cup, uh, but uh, Allen Robinson taking away the pressure, uh, at least a little bit of pressure, is benefiting Sko quite a bit. 
And with Sko likely getting some more attention now, uh, simply because he is getting more media attention. Uh, and then obviously he's going to pop up on tape quite a bit uh, this week, especially uh, based on that last performance. Uh, that could potentially open up Robinson a little bit more. So that could be a little bit of a balancing act, like who plays who plays really well and what what uh, guy are the defenses really trying to target and take away? Is that going to be Sko? Is that going to be Robinson? Is it going to be Cup? Uh, so who are they trying to take out of the game? And, and that'll kind of help you out quite a bit. My three to see here is going to be Matthew Stafford, Coleman Shelton, and Benny Sko. Stafford, because we need to limit the mistakes. The Rams are giving up way too many turnovers right now. That has to start with the quarterback. Got to be smarter with that football. That doesn't help the 85 plays on defense when um, when you're giving up the ball, especially like goal line situation. I know that wasn't Stafford, but you can't ju- you just can't have that kind of stuff. Coleman Shelton, who's doing an unbelievable job at that center spot. I anticipate that continuing. And Benny Sko, how much can he build on this? The longer that hair gets, the better he gets at football. So let's keep it rolling, dude. Let's get to Christian Roseboom levels of hair, Sko, and then you're going to be unstoppable, man. Unstoppable. All right, let's move on to uh, the 49ers offense versus the Rams defense. So the 49ers offense is 23rd in the NFL. The Rams defense 18th. 23rd against the pass for that Rams defense, uh, 29th pass offense, though, for the 49ers. They're just having a really tough time getting that uh, that air game moving, but they are running the football well. Sixth of the NFL, uh, the Rams, though, 10th against the run. So that's solid there. That feels like a direct correlation to the presence of Bobby Wagner showing up and points being scored uh, 15.7 for the 49ers offense when the Rams are giving up 23.3, which is. It feels like it feels like the Rams should be giving up less than than 23.3. But I mean, who am I to say yeah, it's tied for 20th? So in the bottom half of the league, for sure. Uh, but this is this is the matchup that the Rams really should win. This Rams defense is is stout. But are we still going to just keep seeing that soft style defense playing 10 yards off on third and two? Uh, because that plays in and. Again, it's all preference. I like my defense to be extremely aggressive. I like blitzes. I like stunts. I like obnoxiousness. That's why I loved having Greg Williams as a defensive coordinator. It bit us sometimes. Absolutely, it bit us. Sometimes we were not ready uh, on the back end. But I like getting in their face, getting pressure on them. And especially a guy like Jimmy G, if you can get into his face, he's going to make mistakes. And if you just let him sit back in a clean pocket and scan the field in a in a shell zone, and, and you've got all these uh, these crossers coming in with talented receivers like Debo and Kittle and Ayuk, then he's going to rip it up. And so that's why I like to see the, the more aggressive defense. It's just a personal preference. Everybody's got their preference. And I'm not here to say that your feelings on Raheem Morris are wrong, even though, I mean, I get told that all the time. <laughs> it's it's fine, though. It's, it, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Uh, but it just if I like my defense to be extremely aggressive and especially with this roster, I feel like we should be, and it doesn't happen very often. Um, it did in the playoffs though. It did in the playoffs. That's I I've missed that whole point uh, earlier, but it did happen in the playoffs. That this team was really aggressive and unbelievable on defense. Um, but uh, yeah, matchup wise, uh, the 49ers, they are weak on offense and also beat up. And so that's exactly why individual efforts here should be able to, to win this game. Uh, the Rams should be able to get after the quarterback and uh, attack the run lanes, uh, run lanes with this roster. Uh, that absolutely should be able to happen. We have the the talent on this defense to really shut this offense down. Um, so we'll see what the game plan is, uh, what that comes out to. Likely, though, uh, it will be that bend but don't break style. Uh, how about we don't break on third down? How uh, could that? That would be cool, wouldn't it? 
wouldn't that be cool if uh, if the breaking did not happen every third down or fourth down? That'd be kind of cool. Uh, the 49ers struggled against the, the Broncos pass rush. They had to keep Kittle in pretty often. Uh, that's going to be a big key. If the Rams can force the Niners into using Kittle as a blocker, that's a massive benefit to your defense uh, because Kittle is unbelievable. And I know like some people hate the fact that I, I think Kittle's so talented, but I also have eyeballs. And so it's hard not to acknowledge that. I mean, it does lead to injuries. He he gets so physical sometimes that he gets beat up. But um, I mean, when he's when he's healthy, I mean, it's it's very difficult to play against him. Kind of Gronkish, you know, like where he's just he's unbelievable. He'll he'll get hurt. His knee will explode. But um, but while he's healthy, he's he's very, very difficult to stop. Feels like the Rams defense uh, should be able to get this done, though. But uh, we know the history. Only one win in the last seven. So uh, we've won the biggest one of those last seven, but got to keep it going. And uh, that those now are irrelevant. Winning the NFC Championship game doesn't help us today uh, on Monday Night Football, so just got to get it done uh, in this one. Three to see for this game is going to be Bobby Wagner, it's going to be Jalen Ramsey, and it's going to be Taylor Rapp. Bobby Wagner, because this defense uh, or this offense that he's going against, he's seen these guys plenty of times. He's seen Jimmy plenty of times. He's seen Kittle plenty of times. Uh, So... He he's his brain, obviously, and now I mean we've seen him too. Um, uh, but him coming in, we've now got like now four games a year to kind of look at. Um, with him him going against him two years and us going against him two years, we Bobby Wagner is looking at the, through the lens of four games a year for these last few, and that he can kind of try to pick out. But that offensive uh, change away from Mike McDaniel's, I think it's a bigger hit than it's getting credit for. Um, but Bobby Wagner is going to be an absolute key to this one. Jalen Ramsey, who was on fire in week three, can he keep that going? Because he did really, really well in week two as well. So can he keep that going? Uh, it's going to be, you know, good to see. Because Jalen, if he's on, uh, this defense feels unstoppable. And then Taylor Rapp, who I think played really, really well in week three. And I want to see that keep continuing because I've been rough on on Taylor Rapp. Probably too rough, I'll be honest. But um, I've I've been harsh on him, but I think that he... Finally, I saw something in his play that it was like, okay, he's thumping a little bit more this week. Um, so I, I, I want to see that continue um, because I don't want Taylor Rapp to play poorly. That's a, that's another thing. People think I want Taylor Rapp to fail. I don't. I want him to play really well. I just thought he would be better by now in this time of, of his career. Um, but now in week three, saw it there. Liked what I saw in week three from, from Taylor Rapp. So hoping to see that continue. So that is your game preview. Rams at the 49ers Monday night football in week four. It's going to be awesome. I've got one more quick thing I want to talk about um, before we hop on out of here, but we'll take just a real quick break again. All right, welcome back. Before we pop on out of here, Rams fans, I did want to just ask a question to you. Who is good this year? Because I have no idea. Teams that I thought were going to be a little bit better, uh, the Steelers, I thought that uh, Trubisky, I know, I thought he was going to be a little bit better. The Colts, I thought were going to be great. Um, they are aggressively average, one one and one already. The Denver Broncos with Nathaniel Hackett, he has no idea how to run a game plan. Um, he is very incompetent, and I also think that um, that I, I had too much trust in Nathaniel Hackett. But he came from Lafleur, who was running that offense, to Aaron Rodgers. What was Nathaniel Hackett doing? What was his job out there? Um, was he just like was he the water boy for Russell Will or for uh, Aaron Rodgers? I mean, what was he doing? Because he clearly had, he wasn't participating in the game plan or game management at all, because that's not, it's clearly not translating if it did. 
Uh, and then also Russell Wilson, he like even him running looks slower. We've seen Russell Wilson plenty of times. It's just weird to see uh, the Chargers, who I think are cursed. Uh, Dean Spanos probably should just go. I think, you know, that makes sense. They only pay the Rams a dollar a year to play at SoFi Stadium. And I don't know. There's just something about the Chargers. I just feel cursed. The Raiders, who are terrible. I thought that bringing in, uh, you know, Devontae Adams uh, was going to be a great move. Nope. No, it wasn't. They're bad at football as well. And the Minnesota Vikings, even after week one, I was like, all right, I'm glad I put money on the Minnesota Vikings to win this division. This is sitting good right now. No, no, no. They've been bad since. So Kirk Cousins, I don't know what the heck he's doing, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I thought they were going to be a lot. I just have no idea who's good this year. Also, teams that I thought would be a lot worse. The Miami Dolphins. Um, Mike McDaniels is killing it out there. Tua on fire. Um, they've got great receivers. They're playing really, really good ball for no reason. All right. For no reason at all. Are they peaking too early? Maybe, but I gotta say Tua looks good. Now, Philadelphia Eagles. I thought that Nick Sirianni was like a flash in the pan. Going to be like, just kind of a, a, a temporary guy or whatever. Is he actually good at this? I don't, it's so hard to, to listen to him talk, to listen to him communicate. And then you see them play well at football. You're like, how, what is this? Who is this guy? It doesn't make any sense. Jalen Hurts looks incredible as well. And uh, the New York Giants, Daniel Jones. When did this guy become good? What the heck is going on here? The Giants? Saquon is full on Saquon again. Daniel Jones looks good. What the heck is going on? Of course, I did lose a wide receiver to that ACL non-contact. That sucks, but still. And then the Jags. Trevor Lawrence looks as advertised going into his rookie season. I thought that going from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson was going to take a little bit. You have have to kind of like wash yourself of Urban Meyer, all the dirty grossness of Urban Meyer. You got to kind of cleanse yourself of that. But no, Doug Peterson is doing awesome. He's such a pro, such a grown up. He's like, he's just an adult. He seems like just like a responsible dad and he's killing it out there. And that's exactly what Trevor Lawrence needed, I think. Although I will say on a knock on Trevor Lawrence, um, he needs so much help with his motivational speeches because <laughs> that guy is boring. All right. I mean, he's a great kid, great dude. But when he's like, all right, guys, we go out there. We're going to give it our all ready. <laughs> like, like, okay, dude. All right. Just wanted to throw that in there. It's week four. We have no idea who's good yet. And I think that's awesome. We have no idea who's good yet. And there's going to be teams that later on this year are going to start just popping out of nowhere. And it's going to be sick to watch. I really think so. It's going to be fun gonna be fine all right that's gonna do it for me uh this has been ram showcase i am sheriff joe bags it's good stuff um make sure you follow the ram showcase and all your favorite social media that's at ram showcase just about everywhere you can find myself as well at sheriff joe bags just about everywhere i have a link tree now um so you can uh click on that and then follow those buttons that's pretty easy uh that's an easy way to do it i will put that in the description no matter where you are hearing and or seeing me um so yeah follow that and uh do the subscribing and liking and all that stuff like uh youtubers say the only thing that i will never do as a youtuber say without further ado let's go (laughs) i hate that no 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 more of that all right no more all right that's all that's my that's my um that's my rant stop saying without further ado youtubers (laughs) i'm so sick of hearing that um yeah. All right. That is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase. For those of you who are not Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you so much for watching and go Rams.